Welcome to Machine Learning, How the World Works. Star Trek, Patterns of Force. John Gill was observing and interacting in the planet system N34 Alpha system on the outer planet Xenon. John Gill's specialty was cause and motivations. Kirk has a particular fondness of Gill's because Gill's has his was his academic uh, instructor. As the Enterprise approaches planet Xeon, they were they are attacked by a thermal nuclear weapon. Kirk and Spock are implanted in the arm with a transponder, and Kirk uh, instructs Scotty to beam them out, no matter what happened. A fugitive underground detector, Isaac, whose, city, whose cries catch the attention of Kirk and Spock, where Isaac warns Kirk and Spock that the Eskoan soldiers are following in close pursuit and encourages them to flee. Kirk and Spock are surprised to see that John Gills has brought Nazism to the Zeons and further has elevated himself as Fuhrer. Kirk and Spock manage, uh, manage to neutralize two soldiers and acquire their uniforms. Spock fails to properly salute a field marshal, causing the field marshal to hesitate and ask for papers whereupon Spock produces papers but does not manage to escape suspicion. Spock and Kirk are then tortured and interrogated but manage to remain quiet. The Chancellor to the party delays execution and gives Kirk and Spock a chance to escape. Spock says, I find there is exhilaration in risk. Kirk extracts the embedded transponder and Spock builds a laser transponder device and uses the device to cut the locks on the prison door. Why do the Echosons uh, hate the Zeons? The war period has ended eons ago. Gills admired, had, uh, was an admirer of the Nazi system, believing it to be efficient, a efficient society because it disregarded uh, and he also disregarded the immoral and evil direction, directives of force and cruelty produced by Nazism. Gills believed that the Zeons would not resist because they would favor the uh, favor the strategy of avoiding risk to planet destruction. The Zeons instead resisted and fought for their freedom. Gill's reasons that the planet was fragmented and divided. Gill violated the Prime Directive, making it unlawful for any Federation personnel to interfere with the involvement of alien civilizations. Even historians failed to learn from history. Gill loses control of Melicon. Melicon uses a drug to control Gill and make it ideological, malicious, and provocative speeches to the planet. Melikon decides to play God and creates a class war with the Zeons. The Eskon defectors aid Kirk and Spock, such as the lovely Darius. Spock provides a mind mill allowing Kirk and Gill to communicate. 
Gil tells Kirk he's sorry for interfering. Gil exposes the plot on the planet TV. Mechelon kills Gills in a torrent of bullets. Isaac shoots and kills Melkon. The planet remains in an empty power vacuum, and both races are left to determine their future, one of slavery and death or one of peace and prosperity. Hopefully, higher morality of Isaac will prevail. Okay, what can we learn from patterns of force? When um, the prime directive is that you don't interfere um, with the culture and society of another culture. America originally had the rule of non-entanglement in foreign relations with other countries. And that level of isolation was pre-World War II. Since then, we've been involved in low-conflict um, battles and sanctions and political uh, power and entanglement in foreign governments. And we then, uh, we, we fill those vacuums with power puppets that we can control, and when they don't do what we want, they're, re they're uh, replaced with others. So what is my prediction, what we can learn? Is I believe that the that we America should return back to a policy of non entanglement in foreign relations. And just like the Federation, uh which is basically acting as a war machine, you can see Gills is acting um as a dictator and it may not be it may be the fact that the Federation is a war machine and the Enterprise is its, uh, is its a lead ship or destroyer or uh, uh, battleship in, among the other nations. So it, it represents power, force, it has a superior weaponry, it has uh, very high-skilled soldiers. And you notice that on the Enterprise, even though they live in a domestic life on the Enterprise. It is a battleship, and uh, they are expected to have military discipline and be able to perform their task in a militaristic way. So the Enterprise does act as a modern-day battleship, and it does uh, move the sovereignty of the country into a military conflict or low-intensity conflict when required. Now, what about the political side of the Federation? The political side of the Federation would be similar to the United Nations, which is a war machine. Um, there's very little evidence that it's a peacekeeping machine. And if you look at the, at the history of of uh, United Nations, it doesn't it doesn't act like it is a um, a peace organization. Instead, it has courts, it it um, has international law, and it has an army, and those uh, factors lead to patterns of force. 
that's what I think we can learn from the Star Trek patterns of force.